hello before we get into tonight's show um i just want to say that you know we appreciate everybody who listens to the show and, and we love doing this show and uh to be very practical there's there is a cost to the show and uh with some upcoming life changes like my wife and i having a new baby and things like that you know the the show is is getting you know we need some help so we've created a gofundme account if you can donate anything at all a dollar whatever you can just help keep the show going if we meet the 500 hundred dollar goal that will pay for the show for the next two years and we won't have to advertise and and do anything like that so if you can help us out gofundme.com slash cheap seat reviews we would really appreciate anything you can do to help us out and if you donate up to 25 if you donate 25 dollars or more we'll bring you on an episode i mean that's pretty cool right we'll bring you on you can pick the movie and you'll get to co-host along with us so that's a that's kind of a neat thing, um, and I, I hope you guys are able to to kind of help us out. So again, GoFundMe.com slash Cheap Seat Reviews. This episode is sponsored by iTunes. Go to www.CheapSeatReviews.com. Click on the iTunes button, purchase anything you want, and a small portion will go to this podcast. That night, in an ancient ceremony of fire and drums... The tribal shaman presented the boy with a wing of great significance. Then and there, the boy understood that he was destined to avenge his father's death by fighting piracy, greed, and cruelty in all their forms. And when he grew to be a man, he became the Phantom. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. This is episode 113, and today we're talking about... B. 113B. And we're talking about The Phantom. (laughs) Uh, Sorry, we were supposed to do National Treasure. It was pulled. And so I said, hey, guys, then we'll do the yep. next movie in our list, which is Three Days to Kill. It was also pulled. So, Second Netflix. Uh, so now we're doing... And, and the monthly changeover. Yeah. So now we're doing The Phantom. Uh, but it makes me sad that we went through the entire month of April not knowing that National Treasure had been pulled. But, but anyway. <laughs> um, uh, so anyway, we're doing The Phantom. 1996 is The Phantom. And joining... I am Sean Allred. By the way, Hi, awesome, man. Hey, How you doing? and uh, joining me tonight is Andrew taught his cat to tell the dog to go get the paper. Jimison. Damn right. <laughs> That's how it rolls in my house. Right. The gerbil grabs my toothbrush in the mornings. <laughs> <laughs> um, whenever I think about gerbils, I just think about that silly Disney movie with Bolt with the gerbil and the ball. Stuck the ball. Yeah. yeah. I'll go get my ball. Corny. <laughs> still not sure if the skeleton really did kill that guy, Logan. All right, so I have a problem with that whole thing. If I watch an undead thing choke the shit out of a guy, I'm leaving. Right. There's no if and or buts <laughs> about that. I am gone. 
truth be told, I probably wouldn't have made it into the cave once I saw those big-ass spiders climbing around stuff. Oh. I would have been shooting at them things first. I'm just saying. Uh, and Sam, worst pirates ever, Vector. Absolutely. Hopefully you can get some phantom insurance to keep the uh, the pirates at bay. Yeah. <laughs> ah, pun intended. Yeah, thank you. Um, I mean, <laughs> seriously, like the VeggieTale pirates that don't do anything were better than these pirates. Anyway. Um, it just, it it just they had some mad fencing skills. This seemed really short-sighted to... I mean, their whole existence was just to be pirates on this little island. But, like, how do they procreate? Do they just find the women and then just... Do anything. Right? It just seemed really strange. And then... They, and their lair is underground. And they had sharks that were constantly <laughs> just roaming around freaking with freaking laser beams. Laser beams on there. <laughs> exactly. But, but if anybody noticed when he fell into the little moat, it was only about ankle deep. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was like... He was sitting on his butt. I mean, any one of us could have just gotten out of that water before them sharks attacked us. It would we would have been wet and pissed. That's would have been that would have been about it. Actually, I would have been like, "Yo, sharks!" They'd have been like, "What's up, man?" Right. So, <laughs> we go hang out. Yeah, man, that's cool. Yeah, they've been they've been your sharks like your whole their whole lives. They should know not to eat you. Anyway, that's very true. Um, Fisher, or I take a bite out of one of them. Like, how's that feel? Right. Um, so if you have no idea what we're talking about, uh, this is 1996's <laughs> The Phantom, not The Phantom of the Opera, but The Phantom. Oh, um, what? And f- hopefully, Andrew, in between bites of Wheat Thins, has words to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> the Phantom, descendant of a line of African superheroes. Okay. <laughs> it sounds racist. It does. Well, that's what it says is, on is I call the backstory the for, the, for the Black Panther? Right. Yeah. yeah. Yes, it is. Uh, travels to New York City to thwart a wealthy criminal genius from obtaining three magic skulls, which would give him the secret to ultimate, unlimited cosmic power. <laughs> Itty bitty living space. <laughs> Was that it? Yeah, that's it. That's dumb. All right. It is dumb. Now, for what it's worth, that's kind of the movie, and that sounds dumb, and that's what it is. It's it real is. dumb. Uh, I don't know. Is he a genius? Was he a? Uh, I mean, he was nope. rich, but was he? He a, was just a, British, just therefore rich, rich. he was smart. Was he British? Not Trey Williams. No. No, I don't think. Wait, he was, he was British on uh, Titanic, wasn't he? Not Billy Zane, the bad guy. Oh, the bad guy. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> is, is this going to be one of those episodes where you have no oh. idea any of the actors? Probably. <laughs> okay. you know, Blondie. I know Catherine Zeta-Jones. Um, the Latino actress. She's not Latino. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> She's not Latino. Hey, by the so. way, I have heard that uh, the guy who played Xander Drex is a real treat to work with. Nice. Nice. I appreciate that. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, uh, he's in a bunch of really bad movies. Like, was he in like one of the substitute movies or something like that? You know what I'm talking about? Like, they made like three or four of these movies where the the quote unquote the school has got like gang issues and they bring in a quote unquote substitute who I know they like Tom Berenger did one and yeah I think he is in one and didn't one I, of the yeah you know what I'm talking about and like the Belushi guy did one of them too yeah uh, oh yeah 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 you know what I'm talking about uh, he was in uh, 2001 it looks like the substitute in 2001 so nice yeah that's pretty much all I know him from oh except for the episode of Le- Leverage he was on too. Oh yeah, two thousand one. He uh, he actually subbed for my chemistry class. <laughs> <laughs> did he? Did he? The substitute failure is not an option. Straight to video. 
Yeah. Oh, I know. I mean, he was. A oh, hard sorry. Guy. Substitute four. They made a fourth one by then. Holy crap! Oh, that's right. He was in Miss Congeniality too. Um. Anyway, so he's a good. He's a bad guy. He typically plays kind of a bad guy, or whatever. And his name begins and ends with X. Yes. You it, know, he's a double bad guy. That that may or may not come back later. Um. <laughs> Billy Zane is our star of this movie. Um, he was really zany. The funny part is, is what I, <laughs> I clicked on his IMDb page, right? And he's known for four. It always puts the four movies they're known for. Titanic is number one, which everyone saw Titanic. And they know him as that douchebag British guy who was trying to make Kate Winslet fall in love with him. And then he bribed the guy so he could live, right? Everyone hated him. And, and then he All does. What he wanted to do with live, poor and then, guy. And then he does this movie, The Phantom, right? And everyone hated him for this movie, too. But then he's also known as back to, in the Back to the Future and Back to the Future 2. And I was like, what? What is he in that? And he's one of Big Biff's, like, henchmen. Was and he wearing mascara for, like, too? a minute and a half? Yeah, I don't remember. What, what, Sam? Was he wearing mascara then, too? Probably. I don't know. I mean, they all had their, their... He was Match. He had a name. So whichever one Match was. Um, huh. but, if, but if you have a name, then it means you get SAG credit. So it means you got paid. And every time, it makes me a little sad that every time Back to the Future plays on USA or TVS, he gets a couple bucks. Um, <laughs> uh, I do remember him in Memphis Bell. That's actually a pretty good movie. And he plays. Oh, yeah. Uh, he, actually, he was great in Karate Kid. The, <laughs> the, <laughs> no, he was, he was the, the he was Karate, karate Kid. kid. No, he was. He's not in the Karate Kid. Billy no. Zapka is not Billy oh. Zane. You're such a dumbass. <laughs> okay. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Are they both Billys? I can't tell if you're being real or not anymore because you just you you you've been trying to convince me before the show that Catherine Peter Jones is Latino and she's not. She's from England. I, I writer writers uh, emails write in oh, God dang it uh, <laughs> followers slash listeners write in. Do you believe Catherine Zeta Jones to be Latino? Yeah. Again, <laughs> yes or no? Just because once again because she was in the Mask of Zorro does not mean that she's Latino. And the Mexican. Um, was she yeah. in that? She's in a bunch of Mexican movies. A bunch. Yeah. Well, she was in one that we watched. What did we watch with? Uh, uh, machete guy. What? Uh, yeah. Um, Danny Trejo. Yeah, and Danny Trejo. Oh. And uh, what's his face? Quentin Tarantino was in it. And, yeah. Uh, oh, but uh, um, Desperado. Desperado. Oh, she yeah. Wasn't in, she wasn't in that. Was, was she not? Selma well, Hayek was that. Selma Hayek. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, uh, right. Who actually know. is Latino? <laughs> yeah, she is Latino. Oh, that could be a problem. <laughs> 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 this is definitely a Central Africa moment right now. And yes, it, it is. It might even be a borderline uh, lawsuit. Um, I apologize to Catherine Zeta-Jones and uh, oh, Mexican parents. That, that's okay. She married Michael Douglas, so let's just be honest. She doesn't exactly she, have. She's, she has had enough pain in her life. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'll never like ten years ago they were making fun of the fact that you know she married an old man like she was on Celebrity Jeopardy not actually her but they had an actress on SNL doing Celebrity Jeopardy and she was like talking to the TV she's like Michael dear the diapers are on the top shelf and the baby's diapers are on the bottom shelf uh, uh, uh. yeah so but I was looking at some of Billy Zane's um, Billy Zane the hero the Phantom Kit. Um, 
Kit Cloud Kicker. That's right. Yeah, a little, uh, wow. Who else gets that reference on this show? Sam? Nope. I'm still trying to figure out who Billy Zane is versus Billy Zapka. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Zapka was the blonde bad guy from the Karate Kid. The Karate the actual Kid. actual Karate Kid. So which Billy, one was in the Titanic? Billy Zane. 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 T is closer to... to, to oh, what is happening right now? Then Zapka is better to... No, they both have Z names. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Billy Zane. Yeah, Billy see? Zapka. Now you can understand Zane. why someone might... Uh, no, might I, I don't. No, kids. not at all. Nope. 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 That's like saying Tom Cruise and Tom Collins are the same guy because they both have T and C. No, one is a drink. I know that one. Tom Collins is an actor. And also a drink. <laughs> anyway. Uh, He's actually is, not wrong about that one. This is painful. Uh, but So he was in Kingdom Hearts, which I love. He was Ansem, which is uh, great. But there's a bunch of He's stuff. He's very Ansem. Uh, yeah, he actually is. I see your joke there. Ansem man. man. Um... But a bunch of stuff I've never heard of. It's not Eric Whitaker beautiful, but, you know, it'll do. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> random inside joke that only three of us would get. Um, I'm just looking at stuff that he's done. I mean, he's doing stuff like Sniper Reloaded and Mercenaries and something called Flutter. He was Dentist. Um, oh, yeah, that's with the green substance Martin, that floats like, around. No, not Flubber. Um... <laughs> And the Scorpion King 3 Battle for Redemption. I mean, this is what he's doing now, right? So. Made for TV movies. Yeah, and then episode of Psych. That's sad. Um, It's okay now. Right? No? I I don't know. Sorry, I was reading. He was Zoolander 2 as Billy Zane. Well, that's funny. He's got a bunch of stuff coming out, though. Anyway, my point is is that I'm pretty sure this movie actually kind of killed his career. Um. Uh, I don't know what I don't know. Anyway, uh, so the director. There are so many bad choices in this movie. Yeah, so let's make fun of the director for a second. So okay. Simon Winster, saying you can make all the jokes you want because I've never heard of this guy. I've never heard of him either. But he's done some good movies that we have heard of, like yes. like Indiana like, Jones. Uh, well, he did a bunch of the episodes. He didn't do the movies. Oh, I thought he did. Oh, damn. No, no, no. He did. Some it's of the, pretty apparent. Yeah, he did some of the shows. But he did do he did do um, quickly down under, which is a nice little western, and then he did Free Willy, which you know whatever. <laughs> um, not not you, Sam. Um, he did Operation Dumbo Drop, you know, a little Disney comedy kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he did you know the Adventures of Young Indiana Jones, Daredevils of the Desert, and Trenches of Hell, and some other stuff. And then he did Crocodile Dundee in Los Angeles. Uh, no, that one was awful. But then he's doing stuff like NASCAR, the IMAX experience. So he's not, in fact, he hasn't done anything since 2011. So He's retired. Well, He's living off his, uh, his phantom, phantom money. money. <laughs> <laughs> he probably just got a boost in it. By the way, what was the budget gross for this thing? Oh, okay. Do you have that up? Yeah. Uh, so the budget for this movie was $45 million. So let's play the game. How oh much gosh. money did this movie make? I would guess twenty six. Okay, corny. I'm sorry. What was the? Uh... The budget was forty five million. Which I'm interested, Andrew, as to why you responded that way. Do you think that's low or high? Uh, for what? For the movie that we got, I think that's high. 
Yeah, know. I think they overspent. Yeah, for I'm what not. We got. I'm not sure what that money was spent on because it certainly Pirate. wasn't. I guess Airplanes. maybe Billy Zane's hair. I mean, well, not really. <laughs> um, there's some trivia about that, which I'll get to. But I mean, like most of it was location shot oh. shooting, except his office and like the cave and the pirate den. Right? Those were mm-hmm. obviously soundstage sets. I'm gonna say, but it wasn't the it wasn't graphic not graphics, but it wasn't like the green CGI. Screen. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't say CGI because it wasn't computer. But you know what I'm saying? Like what? the special effects. That's what I'm trying to say. Wonder if they had to convert those to pesos. I'm gonna say they made fifty. Convert them to pesos. Yeah, for Catherine Zeta-Jones. Oh, I see. Oh, damn it. You're still going on this joke. Okay. Yeah. I think yeah. it just makes you sound racist is all. Really? Um, <laughs> uh, so, Sam, you said $23 million. Corny? I'm going to say 50 just because, you know. 50 So you're saying it made money. I'm saying it made money. Okay. Andrew? If it made money, I'm saying it's very little. Um, matter of fact, I'm going to say it didn't make any money. Okay. Yeah. So give me a number. That's how this game works. Uh, I'm going to say that they lost $2 million on this. Okay, so you're saying 43. 44. Yeah. 43. Yeah. yeah, thanks for the math. Okay, they made 17. They oh made 17? Are you no, serious? No, no, no. Nice. It, it made 17 million total. Not They didn't They didn't get 17 oh. million profit. It made $17 million. Good for them. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, they took a bath <laughs> on this one. Um, I would say. That hurts. <laughs> yeah. And to be honest, I could see why, but at the same time, what was el- what else was out at that time that would have made it? Well, well okay. okay. We want to ask that question? Independence Day. Yeah, this was 96. Mm. Oh, my gosh. This is a year of independence. Yeah. Now, it came out in, uh, I don't know when. It aired, hold on, give me a sec. Yeah, it aired, it was a, it was a summer release, uh, June 9th of uh, of 1996. So so does that mean this was supposed to be like a tentpole movie? Because usually you release the big ones in the summer. Yes, you do. Especially back in the 90s. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, so you got Independence Day was a summer deal. Um, Happy Gilmore was in there somewhere. Happy Gilmore is the same year. Um, Fargo was in there. Yeah, Fargo wouldn't have been a summer deal. Twister was your summer blockbuster. The Rock was your summer blockbuster. Um, Mission Impossible, summer blockbuster. Oh, yeah. Like, wow. Mars Attacks. Kingpin. Oh, I didn't realize we did. And you throw this nasty thing in yeah. amongst those? No yeah. wonder it didn't do any, anything. In fact, I'm really curious. So I said, what did I say? June 9th is when it came out? Um, yeah. I'm really curious. It came out July 3rd. So a month later. So it hadn't even... I was going to say maybe it came out real close. I mean, I get the whole month, but I just don't think people cared about this movie. Um, mm. Yeah, Fargo. When did Fargo come out? April. So that was earlier. That didn't. That wouldn't have mattered. Uh, Twister. I'm really curious about this. Oh, Space Jam was the same year. May 10th was Twister. Let's look at Space, Space Jam. Space Jam is a much better movie. Space Jam. November. So my, my, I guess the point. Oh, what the rock. June 7th. Okay, it's the same weekend. Mm. So The Rock demolished it. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. I mean, let's just let's just go down this road for a second. The Rock, which I really want to do for this podcast, by the way, yeah. um, was a budget of $70 million and made 134 I mean, wow. say what you want about Michael Bay, but he can make some money. Um, anyway, so... 
what didn't make money, however, was this movie, The Phantom. Um, <laughs> at all. Did anybody, anybody buy Billy Zapka as, as Billy the Zane. Phantom? Billy, Billy Zane. Billy Zane as the, the Phantom. <laughs> no, even as a superhero, I no. totally did not get him as... I don't know if it was the costume or if it's his face or his face in the costume, but something yeah. just doesn't... Like, I don't buy it. The way he moved... The way he fought, I, I, I was just, I could not buy it. It was he, pretty bad. He um, looked like a, he looked like somebody dressed up in a Halloween costume. I mean, <laughs> a decent Halloween costume, but right. it, it, you know, it didn't look like a superhero costume. Okay, I totally agree. Corny, I want you to go on a journey with me, okay? I will go on a journey with you because I think this works. I think you and Don't I would stop. <laughs> I think I think this might work better with you. My problem with him is the same problem I have with uh, Ben Affleck as Daredevil. Okay. okay. Oh, and okay. my problem with Ben Affleck as Daredevil, because not that I think he's acting bad. I don't think he's actually all that bad at acting. I have a hard time with him as the action hero because of the same reason to what Sam you just said. He feels stiff and mm -hmm. awkward, and he almost feels too big for the part. Like physically, mm -hmm. he's too large. When we saw the new Daredevil, we liked it because Charlie Cross is a small kind of guy. He's Absolutely. He's my size. And I'm not saying Ben Affleck is like 6'4". I don't even know how tall Ben Affleck is. But Ben Affleck feels like he's a larger man. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Sean, did you say he's your size? Who? Charlie, Cro Charlie Cox is. He's your size. I'm six foot, like barely 200 pounds, yeah. Okay. Or 200 plus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Charlie Cox is like okay, maybe I don't know how tall he is. He's probably two hundred plus, but he's got it all. Uh, yeah, he's got muscle in the right places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine's yeah. not. Um, <laughs> no, uh, Ben Affleck is six not, four. Yeah, Ben. Okay, so that makes make me feel. Oh, really? Okay, and Charlie Cox is five ten. Okay, so I didn't realize he was six. Wow. Most people in Hollywood are that short. Is an inch taller than I am. So, so that's the that proves my point, right? Do you think right? they breed them that way? I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> Says the man who has a goat now. Um, and Billy Zane, not Zapka. By the way, the goat's name is Billy. Billy Zane is six and a half. Six feet and one half inch, I should say. Sorry. So okay. I guess my He's point is maybe kind of falling apart a little bit, but Ben Affleck always felt too big for the part. Like He felt large and bulky and cumbersome, and so did this phantom, right? He... He bulked up for the role, but he didn't learn kung fu or karate or any kind of martial art, right? He looked like he he learned sipping tea on the side of the set. Yeah, mm. and then I mean, he, when he had that one scene with his shirt off, he looked great. Like you're like, oh, that's what the that's what a, your action hero should look like, right? Yeah, but, apparently you you read shirtless. Well, you know, you he, don't. He just had his, you know, he just got stabbed. He needed his shirt off so he can get medicined up. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, I just realized that uh, 26 minutes into the show that we haven't done our intros. Have we not? No. <laughs> we, oh, didn't do, we, did. we didn't do our initial thoughts, I should say. Oh, initial oh, thoughts. Okay, I was like, uh, yeah, we did our intros. I think that's because we kind of all have the same initial thought. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we do. Well, okay, yeah. I will ask this question. Had any of us seen it before today? No. I have seen parts of it before today. And, and I had blocked out a lot of it. <laughs> Andrew? <laughs> okay, <laughs> this came out in 96 when I was in, uh, I guess this was the summer in between 6th grade and 7th grade. So I was a huge 
Batman fan growing up and superhero fan. And I actually watched this, I hate to say, probably seven or eight times when I was in middle school. Uh, so I know the movie well, uh, but I'm not proud of that. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm kind of actually with you a little bit, Andrew. I have seen this movie a bunch. And this was, again, when the wheelhouse, when Steven and I were just watching all that garbage that we watched in the 90s. But I remember even then kind of making fun of it a little bit. Um, like the only parts that I liked was his guns and the wolf. Like that was the only parts that I liked. Like the Colt 911s that he had and the dog and the wolf. He didn't even look comfortable with the guns in his hands though. He didn't. No. Oh no, no. He did and, not. And so one of my big big questions when I first started watching this is he's he's shooting bad guys is that is he lives on this little island, right? Yeah. Where, where does he get ammunition? He makes it like, and, and who's really there? I mean, like, how, how, you know, if, if a superhero has been passed down generations, he's like the 21st reincarnation yeah. mm-hmm. of the Phantom. Mm-hmm. How many bad guys have they fought on this island? Like, after that many generations, don't you think they would kind of be wiped out? It, it also kind of feels like this is like the New York City of, of Ireland in South America. Like <laughs> this is the busiest deserted or not deserted, but like the busiest uncharted un, island. Yeah, ever. uncharted island ever. It just everyone knows it and and oh there's a guy in a purple suit. Well I killed him. That's fine. We shouldn't talk about that ever again. It just seemed really dumb. But I don't so I'm always interested whenever we do a quote unquote quote unquote a comic book movie to have Corny on to say, did you read any of these? But this comic sounds real dumb, so I kind of... It, 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 okay, so the publication of this thing was very, very sparse. Like, it would show up for a couple of years, and then people were like, this is dumb, and then ignore it for a couple of years. Then someone would be like, hey, we should do this again. And then they do it, and they're like, oh, this is dumb. And then they would drop it. Um, how about this for um, a, little bit of audit, or a little bit of fun? DC and Marvel both had a run at the same character. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> this character? Oh, this very same character. So, uh, to me, uh, oh, go well, ahead. I was gonna say to me, this character and this whole story idea, and, and the kind of the over over the top stuff, felt a lot like a radio show. Does that make sense? No, it yes, yeah. yeah. It used to be a comic strip, so it was a week, you know, weekly serial kind of thing, and uh, so you get the idea that every story was finished, you know, in, in seven days and that kind of thing. So, essentially, this is one of your B-rate superhero or well, yeah, superheroes uh, that you know this week on Tales of Astonishing, you know that right. kind of thing, and um, everything's very very quick and very very easy and simple. Um, but I will say that he is the reason why our superheroes look the way they do. What do you mean? He uh, with the uh, whole uh, tight suit and um, mask with white eyes, so you can't see him. That was kind of the look he had that other superheroes followed afterwards. Hmm. So um, we can kind of, like our Spider-Man that we know and love is, you know, kind of based off the fact that he kind of did it first. Now you're going to have other people who did, but um, I've, uh, I've read up on the comic book uh, guy a little bit. And uh, and in a lot of places actually said that uh, he was probably one of the first to actually have that look of the skin tight costume with the uh, whited out eyes. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Cool. 
cool. If that is the case. That is pretty cool. If that, that is the case. That doesn't make me appreciate this movie anymore. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I will say this. Um, it does seem to follow the Marvel version of this, um, which also just kind of floundered out and died. Um, so I guess uh, this this could be our very, very weak link to Marvel. Um, just thought I'd throw it out there. Cool. I was secretly hoping that somebody would come up with an excuse for this movie, a lot like we had with Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow, mm-hmm. and and it's not forthcoming. <laughs> it's just not not going to be no, there. No, but I will say this: there is a bit of trivia, which uh, this will be the second time that this has happened, uh, where a movie was almost cast by a different. It was almost cast a different actor, and and my. Mm-hmm humble opinion had that actor done this role this movie would have been a thousand percent better because it would have changed the tone of the movie so one of my many problems with the movie that i have is that it doesn't know what the hell it's trying to be and we've Mm -hmm. run into this problem before with these types of movies is that is it supposed to be funny is it a serious thing is it you know, like the tone. The tone is the tone is wrong. How do you take it? I thought I when I, when I saw and read about what it was, I thought it was going to be like a kiddie version of a superhero story. Mm-hmm. But within the first five minutes of the movie, they're cussing, and yeah. the, there's blood on the swords, and and they're yeah threatening little children, and he's shooting yeah. and killing people, and and there's a the, a slight rapey vibe. Yeah, there, yeah way, there, like twice. There's, there's like a little girl uh, locker rooms, you know, that he falls into or whatever. Right, um, ladies. Right, ladies. That made me chuckle. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the movie again. So you have stuff like that, but then you have like just the bad dialogue and the attempt of the jokes, which oh. I thought were real bad. And Treat Williams' weird affectation of a '30s gangster boss. Well, <laughs> see, we got the new skulls. Yeah, I see, and then. You do the thing over there, and ba da ba da ba da. It just was real dumb. <laughs> he threw a spear, Mal. <laughs> he threw a spear. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, so, his acting, damn good really throw bad. too. I mean, oh. that's hard to do. Left-handed, though it hurt his rotator cuff, you know. So, yeah, it's um, been all the spear chucking he did back but, in the day. But see, that's again, that's the thing. Like we just had a violent death scene right and then this kind of comedic like oh my shoulder dirt but there my i gotta go see my therapist or something right so so what i understand the point of the movie is trying to be funny right mm-hmm. it's not trying to take itself seriously the problem is is that it it falls flat in mm-hmm. my opinion and i was just thinking about this because of um i was thinking it's about dad humor well it's not even dad humor because at least dad humor is dry but has a place. You know? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, all four of us are dads and we have our own sense of dad humor and we have seen those types of movies. I'm hilarious. I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, we're all kind of you know awesome in, in our own rights, especially to a three-year-old. I'm hilarious. But I just, I don't know. I was trying to think of a movie that this can kind of compare to. And the first one that came to mind was a movie that has a little bit of serious and a little bit of funny and a little bit of not real action-y kind of thing was The Mummy. which little I Little bit of rock and roll. And that too. Uh, the Mummy, <laughs> right, with Brendan Fraser? Yeah. Like when you cast Brendan Fraser, you're not getting a serious movie. So you kind of understand that there's a little bit of 
silliness, right? And and there is in that movie, but there's also some kind of serious things. And I think like that movie did it well, but it's been a long time since I watched it, and maybe we should do it for the podcast. If I'm going to say, we also have Brendan Fraser goggles on, and we all expected that when we saw it the first time around. We also saw it when we were younger. I think that we know how those movies are supposed to go. I wonder if then we would have that same feeling. Maybe. I don't know. You're right. And yeah. and it's also hard for us, and maybe we are treating this movie unfairly because we're looking at it through the eyes, the lens of of knowledge that we can make a good, you know, in the superhero movie. We just watched Daredevil, and we all of us thought it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but Batman came out before this, and Batman is a much better superhero movie than this. You're That's right. Also but, but also look at the time. This is the same year that like Batman and Robin came out or something. Like we're well, we're real close to nipples on bat suits. <laughs> um, Thank you, Bruckheimer. Yeah, uh, not Bruckheimer. Joel Schumacher. Schumacher. Damn, damn you, Schumacher. Yeah. So that means you make shoes. Uh, I guess so. In German. Uh, he also makes Phantom of the Opera. So anyway. Um, which is close to the <laughs> It's the closest way I can uh, tie it back into this. Um, I hadn't even touched any of my notes, really, which has been pretty great. Uh, but um, <laughs> can I just say, please, this guy is the worst dog owner ever. He, he keeps is. leaving he this dog, dog behind everywhere. <laughs> so that was that dog ever make it back home? Oh yeah, I mean yeah, it did. That's yeah. what we saw at the end. But yeah. there's a good chunk of this movie that dog is just. Left out in the woods, isn't it? It's lost. Yeah, that thing is just gone. I'd say this. It's a good thing these bad guys are Disney bad guys and not real bad guys. Because <laughs> that when that wolf was leaning on that dude, and he and he and you know, Billy Zane makes it kind of, you know, hey, if he moves, eat him. Ha ha. You know, any real bad guy would pull a gun out and shot. shoot it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. You'd shoot yeah. it. And then we'd be sad, and then we'd have John Wick part three in the woods or whatever, right? But <laughs> But this is this isn't real bad guys, you know. This is where this is a movie where a a van, a truck, a, a deuce and a half by the river can be on a bridge upside down for minutes before the vines finally make it fall when it's convenient to do so. No, <laughs> apparently. By the way, they were upside down before the truck was upside down. That really bothered me. <laughs> I mean, they, they kind of Damn, just do it right. <laughs> and they were they were like leaning on that fabric for a long time before it ripped. That seemed also mm-hmm. kind of strange. It's very perfect triangle rip on that thing too. Yeah. It was just as if well, someone had done it beforehand. Anyway. Not to mention the uh, the depth perception. All of a sudden, when they were upside down mm-hmm. or hanging from the vine, that thing was like a thousand feet deep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then they do the wide shot, and it's like 70. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good job. Um, <laughs> uh, other things that are really dumb, like, go take a look in my magnifying glass. Or my, my you know. <laughs> You're blind now. <laughs> I just. Guess you won't be needing these. Snap my glasses. Right. Know. But like, okay, first of all, what if he would have just said no? Would you mind taking a look into my magnifying glass and saying, uh, I'm a librarian. I'm not a scientist. No. How about get somebody else to do that? You know what I'm saying? Just, and, then, and also, let's be fair. The little knives that came out, I mean, are we supposed to make the assumption that it killed him? Because it wouldn't kill you. No, I think he just was blind. Uh, I guess, but... 
But if he's blind, yeah. then he can like tell he can police. Still tell someone that happened. Yeah, like he can still tell things. He can still you know run to the police or something. I don't know. Like <laughs> it just was a really stupid. I mean, I understand he's a he's a super villain or whatever, and he has to have these elaborate ways for the hero to escape. But this that was one of the dumbest deaths I've ever seen. It just was really dumb. Um, I was going to say, uh, you know, could you imagine uh, being over at Sam's house and Sam's like, hey, man, uh, I got this telescope. You want to take a look? No, Sam. <laughs> I'm going to put I'm gonna uh, turn every ink on the thing or uh, I'm gonna it's going to explode. Yeah, I'm going to turn every knob, you know, from as far away as I can before I get my face near that thing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Sean, take a look into this here. Yeah. yeah right. look, you know, it's like toilet paper with spikes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As soon as he hands it to you, he backs away and gets behind a shield. Right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the the thing that, that I fun. didn't get about the wait, whole scene. Wait, 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 Sean. We, we need to put down some plastic before you look into right. this. Hold, hold <laughs> yeah. on, hold on. <laughs> Are you on the phone with 911? No, 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 no. I'm fine. Yeah, the, there's a murder here. I don't know what happened, but... Uh, what were you going to say, Andrew? I was going to say, the thing I got that bothered me about that whole scene was, well, two things. One, he's, like, interrogating him beforehand so automatically if you're the guy you you know something's gonna be up here number two okay when he focuses it you see the word liar if there are <laughs> if there are blades that shoot up spring-loaded bl- uh, blades that shoot up out of this uh you would never see a word ever you would never see a word yeah <laughs> that's a good point good job director of the phantom i forgot your name and i don't care um, the truck was kind of purple too. I don't know why movies do that, but like you have to have the kind of main theme color everywhere for whatever reason. I don't know why. Prince. <sighs> Print. Okay. Um, one of my favorite memes, by the way, you know, uh, you know, rest in peace, Prince, was the one from the Animaniacs. Oh like, yeah. We need a dust for <laughs> Prince, and she fi- and she's holding Prince. She's like, I found him, and he said, No fingerprints, and she says. Um, no, oh. and the look on his face is like, huh? it's hilarious now. I never got that when I was a kid, but it's hilarious now. Um, thank you. Oh, yeah, they were, uh, they were bosses. That's what I liked about that cartoon. There was a bunch of cartoons like that. that By the way, it's on Netflix. So, yes. yes. Yeah, we're not doing that for this, though. Um, what? what? Uh, 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 yeah, I, forgot, I also forgot Captain Tata Jones was even in this movie. I just forgot. And she oh, is the worst character ever. Worst character ever. Mm, I would say half of the uh, Transformers in that damn movie we had to watch <laughs> would qualify. I, but no, she she really wasn't worth anything in this movie. She, you're you're kind of right. I mean, I don't know. I guess you just needed to have another female. But this goes back to our Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow. So she's the Angelina Jolie character, right? She's just... yeah. She's a female pilot, right? She, Look, she's so bad. Like the, the it, it's not her. I guess it's the dialogue or the direction. It's just so bad. Uh, she's a bad guy for all of three minutes. Well, here's the thing, okay? If you're gonna have your bad guy flip sides, all right, and we've seen <laughs> movies that that happens in, right? Like Darth mm-hmm. Vader, or um. There are other movies. I can't think of any right now. <laughs> Come on, guys. Take, help me out here. There are other movies where you, you, the bad guy flips, right? But yeah, it's, okay. Um, 
the Rocketeer, the you know the mob, they flip over because they're fighting oh, yeah. the the Nazis. There's usually like a really compelling reason. Like Darth Vader flips so he can save his son's life. That's a compelling reason. But because they got into an argument in the car and she's like, you don't care about anything. What do you mean about that? Oh, nothing. And now you're a good guy? (laughs) Like that's what it took because then you actually saw her think about it. She was like, huh, she's right. I don't really care about anything. And then we go to well, this pirate cave. We girls should stick together. Okay, friend. Yeah. Now let's do each other's hair and have a pillow I fight. value your friendship. Like, it was really weird. So, her Can we talk about the pirate cave for just a minute? How, how it basically <laughs> looked like the set from Cursed Goonies. Black, uh, Black... Goonies! Oh, yeah, Goonies. No, it, I was, I was going to say Black Pearl, but yeah, the Goonies, yeah. No, it honestly, when I saw it, I thought to myself... I'm in Disney World on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Sure. <laughs> be, and, be, and actually, the Pirates of the Caribbean ride I would is more believable yeah. than this movie. I'm actually kind of curious. wonder where they filmed that. Um, Los Angeles. What's the Pirates of the Caribbean ride? No, no, this this thing. Oh. Uh, <laughs> to your, the, the note that I wrote, however, was... Um, if I go to a mysterious uncharted island, what is happening right now? Is somebody like frying chicken? I am actually. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. Um, Where's my goat? Uh, oh, uh, tasty. This is what I was looking for. Um, if you go to an uncharted island and you pull up, and all of the lights are on and the candles are lit, someone is obviously home. So. I hey, man, there's a half-eaten plate of chicken. Like, I kind of feel like you should come out guns a-blazing or something. Like, he's just walking in, and then they get surprised by the weird kung fu ninjas. Ninja pirates. Ninja pirates, yeah. Just dumb. Well, you know, the ninja part is easily explained because you have uh, Shang Tsung as the leader. Sha- oh, Shang Tsung? Yeah, yeah. From yeah. Mortal, Mortal Kombat? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the first one. I, I um... Your soul is mine. Yeah. I I, I I wrote if you need an Asian bad guy, you just gotta call Carrie Tagawa. Tagawa, he's great. I mean, he's actually a good actor. Uh-huh. He just gets typecasted as these in these bad guy roles. I mean, he's in he's the man in the High Castle, Sam. Yep. No Bursky uh, yeah. Tagomi, uh, and of course he's in a lot of Asian film. Um, he was in Tekken, not Taken, but Tekken. He was in a movie called. Nick. Is that the is that the uh, Japanese version? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no one's I, doing impressions. I, I do not know who you are. I do not know you. Yeah. I do not have any money. Yeah, this is I bad. We should stop. Uh, forty-seven Ronin, um, Hawaii Five-O. So yeah, if you just need an Asian uh, bad guy, you call him, and he's great. He was in Teen Titan Trouble in Tokyo. Oh, cool. Um, anyway, I like that show. Cartoon. He was in Electra. So this is his, uh, he was in Batman, Rise of Sin Zoo. Oh, okay. Um, Planet of the Apes, Pearl Harbor. Yo, mama. Uh, wait, what? So anyway, he's a good guy. I like him. And of course, he was in Mortal Kombat, which is a great, great film. You are so kidding. About that, right? um, I'm kind of kidding. Well, okay, we were going to do that for the show, right? But, it got, Mortal Kombat. but didn't it get pulled? It was, did, and it's back. What? Is well, it wait. Really? Is it back? I don't know. 
Um, you're, the, you're, the, you're the Netflix guy. No, I'm not. No, well, yeah, I am actually. I'm you, sorry. Are, you are. As we wait, um, so I'm going to start playing a couple of clips because I didn't, I didn't grab a whole lot of them, but I grabbed some. So this is, I'm, this I don't know, this was bad 30s dialogue. I don't know what dialogue. I don't know why it bothered me, but it did. So where is that from? Yeah, a little tootsie is boarding the plane right now. Just say the word, I'll have it dragged off by the head. All right, so a couple things there. First of all, the, the score in this movie was terrible. <laughs> All right. I think I may mention that earlier at the beginning. I don't know. I can't remember. The score is awful. And the guy who did it, I love him. All right. David Newman. He's great. Oh, yeah. He and David Newman. I've heard of that guy. Of course you've heard of that guy. He did Serenity. Yeah. yeah. Um, he did the, all the salad dressings. Uh, that's Paul Newman. And um, the uh, <laughs> Toy Story soundtrack. Yeah. That's Randy Newman. <laughs> that's Randy Newman. <laughs> Left foot, right uh, foot. And, and, <laughs> can we get any more? Uh, Newman from uh, from um, from Seinfeld. From Seinfeld, Newman. Yeah. Newman. Newman. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? Uh, uh, is that it? Okay. Um, but he or did. If, uh, he had that movie with Donnie Yen. You can call him uh, new, Man New. No. Uh, <laughs> but he has done such things as Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures, Little Monsters, the. Uh, um, uh, still looking for the Sandlot, the air up there, Tommy oh. Boy, and then and the <laughs> Phantom, and the Nutty Professor, and Jingle All the Way, and Galaxy Quest. He did Galaxy Quest, which oh, is a great oh. soundtrack. That's a generally mm-hmm. good soundtrack. Um, so he's done Ice Age and the Scooby Doo movie, Serenity. Like he's done good stuff. So it's okay to say that they, you know, great composers can still have bad days. Or movies. Like, didn't Klaus Badel do some uh, some awful movies? Do what? Didn't Klaus Badel or whatever his name is? Yeah, he's done bad films too. I mean, uh, even Hans Zimmer did freaking uh, a drop kind of a drop zone kind of movie with a bunch of parachuters or whatever. He's done bad films too. So my, my, you got to make your money. Yeah, you you, know, yeah, sometimes, sometimes you need to pay the bills. Yeah, I get that. So this movie, the soundtrack didn't ever fit the movie. And it was too loud. The sound editing was just too loud. So as you as I, I play more clips, it's hard to hear sometimes because there's there's so much noise. Um, but anyway, here's, here's did, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no. Out of curiosity, what did you watch yours on? Because I actually didn't think it was that bad on my end. Uh, I watched it on my iPad with my you know fifty dollar headphones. Hmm. Oh. Yeah, I don't yeah. I, I don't know. Well, I I will say that I it did sound off on my. I just had my little iPhone headphones in on the computer. So, would you watch it, Corny? Uh, just my PC, no, um, no headphones, just uh, your PC computer or your, yeah. your little speakers. Yeah, hmm. maybe just because I don't have all the low end, maybe rattling getting in the way. Maybe I don't know, but I mean, like, I so I when I record the clips, right? I actually record. I don't rip them from Netflix. I actually play the the clip on my iPad into my mixer to record them. So, I mean, there might be a little bit of uh, transfer noise in there somewhere. Um, but, like, I don't have any of the... Like, all of my EQ are, are, are flat, right? So all the EQs yeah. are flat. So I don't have yeah. anything affected, and I have a little bit of compression on. But anyway, um, like, you can't hear... What, what is the guy saying? It's right, it's definitely. 
little tootsie is boarding the plane right now. Say the word, I'll have it dragged off by the head. So, and that sound, it kind of reminded me of Halloween. He, the reason oh. why I, the reason why I originally captured the click was the clip was because of uh, he said Tootsie. Yeah, Tootsie, yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I was yeah. like, yeah. again, See? that's what we think that the 1930s sounded like. I don't know if it actually They was. didn't? I don't I'm know. going to the store. See? I'm yeah. going to give me some, some hotcakes. See? Yeah. This scene I actually kind of laughed at. Yeah. This was one of the few times where the comedy actually worked on me. Try her up. <laughs> or don't. <laughs> I, I kind of thought that was funny. Uh, I can see what you mean by flat, like. You know, it could have been, or don't. You right. know, just yeah, a little more inflection in the statement would have been fine. The delivery was still bad, yeah. Um, yeah. I can't wait to tell you the trivia of who it was supposed to be, though. I'm actually excited about that. I know, I know already. You, did you look it up? I did, actually. Yeah. So Through, uh, through my uh, quote, quote, uh, when I was reading it in the comics, I actually popped up there, and I was like, should I, oh, should I go ahead and tell? tell better, oh, should, yes, I think we should go ahead. All right, and so, so Sam and Andrew and the listeners at home who haven't yes. cheated by going to the trivia. The original person that they wanted to pick for this was Bruce Campbell. Oh, this is a younger Bruce Campbell, so we're actually talking, you know. This yeah, is, this that is two years. Been. This is two years removed from Army of, or three years removed from Army of Darkness. Bruce Campbell. This is screams Bruce Campbell. Absolutely. He's got the chin, the the the, the look for the superhero mask thing, and if you put him in it, the cheese works. Yeah, because uh -huh. of who he is and his timing. Yeah, he would have been so much better, even in that. Just imagine that line with him saying that. Yeah, or not. Tie her up, baby, or not. Yeah, just hail to the king. Yeah, give Groovy. me some sugar, baby. Like, just he would have said something like that too. Like, I can see him just punching out a bad guy and saying, "Get Sam Raimi to do this," so you have Groovy. the uh, zoom in of. Him holding the kid, and then the zoom in, the ropes breaking, and you know. It would have been so much better. Yeah. It would have been cheesy, and and I don't know if it would have been made money, but it would have been better than this shit. More than likely, we would have watched it and probably laughed a little bit more. We would have laughed a lot more. I would have captured thirty clips instead of six. Um, I just anyway. So there's that. Um, what is sorry. Sweet. And now we're speaking of this. All right. So take the cab scene, that awkward scene where he's like, I don't have any money. This is all I have. Well, take take these these opals and take mm -hmm. these obviously fake jewels. Right. <laughs> you take Bruce Campbell, you put him in that situation. Oh, well, uh, I must have left it in my other suit. Um, and he goes through the whole bit and he goes, hey, hey, tell you what. You take these and you go down. You know, he does a bit. There. Yeah, and he I could think do that's the bit. so much better in that awkward situation. I actually wish he would have said that in this movie. I left <laughs> it in my other suit. That would have been funny. You know, like, like it's the same line that they do in Batman, right? Or the Dark Knight. He shows up and he's like, dude, nice car. You should see my other one. And, of course, he's referring to the Tumblr, right? Or the Yeah. The, yeah. So, um, that's a funny line. I wish they would have done that in this movie. You actually had an opportunity for a dad joke and you missed it. Um, anyway, so I don't remember what this one is. What is this? Oh, yeah. This is your PSA for the episode. No smoking in the skull cave. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, Mom. Awesome. When that scene happened, I was like, really, kid? This really? Is, All the things that are happening and smoking is the biggest concern you have? This is the funny part is, is that this is the first time I laughed at the clip. <laughs> it's listening with you guys. 
Um, so anyway, uh, so, so this next clip, um, I'm not really sure what happened. It was really strange. So I, I was watching the movie. It's, it's the scene where he gets the skulls, right? The two of them. And like someone turned a light on and, and put some palm fronds in front of it and we're shaking it and, uh, in the background <laughs> and there just happened to be a convenient map of the place that the skulls needed to point to on the wall. Um, and he's, okay, now I finally figured out what this movie is. What's that? This is a bad high school play. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is exactly what it is. Bad sets, bad acting, bad directing. This is, you know, like a senior project somewhere yeah. of, of these kids. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly right. So anyway, so I was I was I was recording this clip and some strange thing happened. I'm not sure what happened, but maybe we can we'll journey through together, okay? So help me out here with this. It's just really strange. Money. <laughs> I thought it sounded a lot like Jimmy. Show me the money. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's all I could think of is when he kept saying, "Show me the power." Was he man? So I I laughed out loud at that scene when I watched it because of his face. It was like <laughs> his face when he was just watching the windows explode. It mm-hmm. it looked like. It, it, I mean, you could tell that it was a forced. Oh, yeah. Uh, face that it was not genuine at all about being excited it looked like something that my kid does when uh, he opens a birthday present and he's three years old you know like right. oh well even even that has more excitement it reminded me it actually did remind me uh, the, the bit aside what i just did what it actually reminded me of was the raiders of the lost ark when they opened the ark and that weird creepy nazi dude's like it's so or the the yeah, the Nazi dude's like, it's so beautiful, and then his head explodes. Like, <laughs> that's what it kind of reminded me of. Because he's screaming, it's beautiful, and it's power. I'm like, what is beautiful? Nothing is happening. You know what I'm saying? Like, again, there's light on the wall, and there's palm fronds being, you know, it, it was Easter Sunday or whatever. It was Palm <laughs> Sunday for all we knew, like in the building. Like, nothing beautiful was happening. It was very strange. Um, and the eyes were a little glowy, but whatever. Anyway, that was dumb. Um, anyway, that was that was my my attempt of making the movie better. Sorry if uh, my joke failed flat. Um, I just like it. Uh, we mentioned this earlier because this was yeah, real um, dumb. Who are these people? My name is Xander Drax. What? X A N D E R D R A X. Xander Drax begins and ends with the letter X from New York City. Again, so strong. Is that, is that supposed to be funny? What's your name? <laughs> so that this is not a game of who the F are you? Right, but like, is that supposed to be funny? I don't know. No, I don't, it's I don't think so, so poorly. That's just bad. So if it's not supposed to be funny, then why did why why do they do it? Because they don't. I mean, exactly. Like, I, I think because they've it, got sixteen-year-olds writing the script. Like, I think they thought that <laughs> that would be hilarious. Oh, it's, it's a weird name, so we'll have him spell it out to a bunch of Asian uh, pirates and that pirates. one white guy. Um, Actually, it, this this joke works if they have him spell his name multiple times throughout the movie. Yeah, that I kind of get. If every time he said, you know, hi, I'm Xander, and you're like, you're Xander? And like, yeah, is that, and they didn't, okay, I can get that bit. And so Maybe they, they did, and then they didn't 
you know, those were scenes that didn't make the cut. I don't know. There, I, there's nothing in the trivia about that, so I, I don't know. Um, I, so backing up a little bit, um, I actually did research on this. I don't normally do this <laughs> this type of research, but this isn't a joke. This is serious. So you I spent was time. Okay, I did. I spent a little serious time on this. So the bit when they're on the airplane and they jump down to the horse. Yes. Right. Forgetting how that, fast does a typical airplane go? That was the question, not yes. the fact that could they physically do that. I know that that's not real. Fine, but how fast would that horse have to be running in order <laughs> in order to do the stunt? And obviously, a, a horse can't run faster than an airplane. Yeah. But I was looking up some World War One, so we're talking about the 19 teens, right? 19, 15, 16, 17, 18, World War One um, biplanes. You could you could cruise at about 40 miles an hour. Oh wow! Really? Yeah. That was about That's a, slow. Yeah, it is slow. They had about a. Um, there, there's a. Every plane has a different kind of minimum speed, and I I, I did some like real research like their top speeds was only like 115 miles an hour anyway um so minimum speed on several websites that i saw like real websites not just you know you know wikipedia or like actual like website no. <laughs> <Porn. laughs> they're, they're both entertaining and informative um but you could do about about 40 miles an hour so if you get that horse at a good sprint, right? Because horses can do that, right? I guess wow. I, I didn't do that part of the research, but I, I think got you. I, I got think, you, fam. I think horses can do that, right? Like forty, maybe not consistently, right? But at a good sprint, yeah. Is that does that sound uh, twenty-five, thirty miles an hour? So, I'm on it. Is that what you just googled, to Corny? Like I did. Twenty-five, so twenty-five, thirty miles an hour. However, um. If we find ourselves... Well, yeah, but again, this is a horse that could communicate with a wolf. So... That's true. I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt. So I'm going to say plausible on the stunt. Now, the okay. rest of it was real dumb. You let the plane crash into a mountain and your jungle burnt down and everyone died. Congratulations, savior of the jungle. Um, just dumb. The world record for a horse galloping over a short sprint distance is 55 miles an hour. Wow. So, so it, it is possible. It is possible. I, I'm saying that, that the stunt is plausible. I just, you know, again, the rest of the stunt was real dumb. Did, did you just uh, myth busters this, uh, I kinda, this stunt here? I kind of did. Yeah, I did. Because the, here's the funny thing, right? This is why I did that. I didn't want to make a blanket statement like, that could never happen. A horse couldn't run as fast as an airplane. <laughs> and then Sam gets on some website to prove me wrong because you all know he would do that. The amazing world of horses. Did you know that a horse Did, can't actually talk to a wolf? Yeah, yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad to know that I'm somehow educating you um, beyond the... Uh, be on this podcast. If, if yeah, I guess. 1925, if, <laughs> we're going to work made it. I guess. <laughs> and created Donald Trump. All right. So, so yeah, so that was literally what it was. And not just because of Sam. I just didn't want another Central Africa moment. <laughs> um, so I'm, I actually. It's really changed you and how you approach things. It, yeah. it really has. I mean, I, because I, I, and I'm going to start doing this more often when I go, can that happen? I'm going to look it up. You know, maybe spend about five minutes do some research. So, uh, so this is an episode. We can actually change the category of this episode from TV, film, entertainment to inform, uh, informative, or maybe even newsworthy. I don't know. I doubt it. 
Yeah, me too. But hey, you know, we are uh, up to the, you know, you know, the podcasting awards are coming up. Maybe if we enter in two different categories. How would you enter? Uh, how do you vote? I don't know. I really don't. Um, oh, well. That wasn't a tease. I, I don't I have trying that. trying to segue into something. I don't apparently. have that information in front there. of me at all. <laughs> but thanks for the, for the lob. You, you spiked it up for me and I fell room. into the net. I lobbed it and you were picking flowers or yeah, something. I, I fell into the net. What's the last thing? Oh, this was the last thing I, I captured. Who are these people? Nope, not that one. It's not the game of who are you. This one. My name is Zach. Oh my gosh. <laughs> my name is Antigua Montoya. Fortunately, Diana, in my own mind, vowed to herself that she would soon return to the Bengala jungle. Maybe then I can get some rest. So does he hang around until there's an heir as a ghost? <laughs> so you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of the ghost from Stardust. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They're just... <laughs> okay, we got away from to have sex so that I can leave, you know. Uh, Come on, know. son, conceive. Right. No, no. That's, <laughs> that's going to be bad. weird, too. Like, so, uh, Dad, you going to leave? Uh, I understand so why. Right, yeah, get, get out of here, Dad. I'm going to go downstairs. <laughs> you can go through walls. <laughs> and so I guess the other question is, is it like he... Is he an actual ghost or is he just a figment of his imagination? Because like he shook his hand and he's passing on information that he wouldn't have had. Right? Like yeah, okay. in, in other movies where they just talk to themselves, they they already know the information. Right? You know, yeah. but he's actually learning new information. How did he have your belt? Well, he took me into the jungle and stabbed me in the back. Literally, he stabbed me in the back. Ha ah, like he can kill me with a sword, sword now. now. He's, yeah. So, yeah, weird. I love that we can continue to uh, bring Serenity back into this. That makes me happy. Always. Um, just like how I love anytime you see Nathan Fillion get uh, get a cast of something, it's always, you know, the actor from Castle and Firefly and Serenity. Yeah. I'm like, yes, they still. Yeah. Still relevant. They actually. So, for for those of you who are counting at home uh, who watch Castle. He has now had on Castle Adam Baldwin twice. He's had Gina Torres. Um, he had, I can't think, I don't know if he's had Sean Mayer on. I know he's had, um, he just recently had Summer Glau on. Nice. Um, so I think we're still waiting on Alan Tujic to, to make an appearance. But he's dead. Uh, well, Spoiler. no. No, he's not. Not in <laughs> Castle World. Um, so anyway. But it'd be funny he can't show up because he is. <laughs> Or if, or if, if he's, he's the victim, he's the victim. Yeah. <laughs> or he was he was stabbed by something large. There's a massive. And oh, like, he was in a big car wreck, and then uh, he's, like he's, a lamppost went through him. And then yeah. and then Malcolm says, or not Malcolm, and then Castle says something like, "This looks really familiar." <laughs> yeah, I like this idea. Actually, Castle's about to leave. I think the show is getting canceled. But didn't she? Didn't they fire her or something? She said she's not coming back. I don't know what that means. Michael Weatherly's also not come back to NCIS, which makes me really sad because I love that show. Which one is he? Oh, wait, did I know this before you? He's Denozo. I mean, I've known about this for a few weeks. Which one's Denozo? How about this? Not, know, not Gibbs. Last I don't know. Year. I knew about the end of last year. How did you know about that last year? I was reading on some stuff. Oh, well, they didn't. They didn't make the announcement. Like Michael Weatherly didn't put put it uh, on Twitter until about three weeks ago. Yeah, um, I'd, uh, the the sources I had been reading were, were talking about uh, uh, again contract renewals and things like that, and 
it appeared that, um, or something to the fact where he didn't do a thing that would have kind of kept him on. Like he didn't, in other words, he didn't take a step. So people, uh, sorry, so the thing that I was reading kind of. <laughs> You're going to get there, pal? Eventually. So, uh, so essentially it was just like, he might not be there. So I was like, huh, I don't think he'll be there. Well, nothing that I've read so far has said contract dispute. Everything that I've read said that he's just ready to move on. Right. So that right. might that might be PC for they couldn't come to a number, but I didn't think his contract was up because I remember them going through this like a year or two ago. I mean, he makes a lot of money. I mean, he's not making Mark Harmon money, but no one is because he's the executive producer. Because uh, Mark Harmon's making about nine hundred thousand an episode. Nice. Wouldn't wouldn't you like to make nine hundred thousand dollars for a seven day work week? A week. Wow. A week. <laughs> anyway, um, that's what happens when you can do things in front of cameras. Uh, Trubs Explodium bad guy wants to leave other bad guy and is killed. You, you know the guy who got stabbed in the back by the spear. Like I don't want to be a part of this anymore. Dead. Um, cops are bought off by the bad guy. If you're going to New York, you need to either visit Central Park or the Empire State Building. You have to. It's like if you're in Paris, you have to be within eyesight of the Eiffel Tower. Every hotel is within shot of the Eiffel Tower in Paris, apparently. Um, and then fly off into the sunset trope. That's real bad. Um, I found one. Yeah? The, uh, when, uh, the, whatever the main girl's name is again. Um, the main one? Yeah. Uh, uh, her name would be uh, um, Christy Swanson. Yeah, that one. When she shows up at her house, uh, and they're having the big dinner party, and uh, and she pulls up, and the guy's like, "You can't park here," and <laughs> and then he goes, and then he goes, "Oh, I'm sorry, Miss." <laughs> the the so voice so. sounds familiar. I feel like I've heard that be on this episode. <laughs> oh wait, yes, that was our iTunes intro. Anyway, I, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> I love it. Anyway. So, yeah. uh, and then uh, in that, like two seconds later in that scene, he, the, the, her dad's like, oh, this is just a small gathering. Uh, really? Okay. You wear a white tie to all your small gatherings? Mm-hmm. I'm wearing one right now. All right, Mr. Gatsby. <laughs> that might be all I'm wearing. Well, it yeah. was the 30s or 38. Um, I don't know. I guess it also seemed... They all seemed really rich for the 1930s. I mean, 38. I mean... <laughs> People were poor then. I mean, I know they were still rich people. But. Wasn't that the Great Depression? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> let's let's talk about this. We didn't get there, and I want to get this before I do Audible and Trivia. The great okay. power that the skulls provided. It was a laser gun. <laughs> that was it. The great ultimate power. But you could only... <laughs> but I mean, like, you could only... It just Die seemed... by the ray gun. I mean, like... It, it just disintegrated people. Right, which is terrifying, sure, but... I can still defeat you with a gun. You, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's not like you're invincible. You're not. You do not need a gun. I can, the power of the force. I can, yeah, I can use a tray. I can hack at you with the dull bit. The thin bit. <laughs> the thin <laughs> bit at the end. The Dang it, that episode. Flows, really. Man, how do we always get Eddie Izzard? But, um, the. <laughs> it just doesn't. Yeah, there it is. Thanks. Yeah. It just didn't seem like it would be. Day, like, I don't know. I just. The ultimate power. I mean, I guess maybe back when when it was the the skulls were invented or whatever in the 14th century or whatever, then that would have been terrifying. Um, but we're 
we have planes and things that could shoot guns. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like this doesn't seem that terrifying. Yeah, I got a laser pointer in my bag. Right, like <laughs> <laughs> my eye. I just yeah, and then if if his ring could also push back with the Schwartz, which is what that looked like. When I saw that, I thought the exact same thing. I was like, my Schwartz is as big as, as yours. yours. Yeah. <laughs> now let's see how well you handle it. Like, it was real dumb. And then he's laughing and then he blows up. And it like, was he made of explodium? Did the skulls <laughs> yes, did the skulls blow up or are they lost on the island volcano thing? I just <laughs> or, he really didn't tie that up at all, did he? No. And then do they go to a museum? And does Billy Zane go back to New York and get arrested for breaking the glass at the museum? I mean, and does he go on to win that tournament with that kid Daniel? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, these are the questions we need answering. <laughs> um, Find out next time. Who is a really bold? Who is a real bold? <laughs> yeah, you know. I don't know. Anyway. Um, uh, so there you go. That was a it's a dumb gun or a dumb superpower, or whatever. Uh, Audible.com uh, sponsored this show. I'm sorry, but they did. Um, get your audio, audio, audio. Oh, yeah, that's the right word. Audio book and a 30 day free trial at audibletrial.com/slash/cheapseatreviews. And now for some more bad news. Ready? <laughs> the Palmer Mansion is set. Is actually that's the girl, right? That's what Andrew was just talking about when she pulls up. It is actually the real-life Playboy Mansion owned by Hugh Hefner. Nice. Yeah, so they, you kind of like the movie just a little bit more, right? Um, you know, the only reason that, I mean, they just they just wanted to be there. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Hey, we need a big mansion. How about we go to Biltmore? No, how about we go to Hef's place? Yeah. But Biltmore is like just down the street and it's a bigger house. Yeah, but Playboy yeah. Mansion, Naked Girls. Heffel let us drive on the on the yard. Right. Okay. Fine. Now I, I I put this here. Uh, I captured this or, or wrote down this uh, trivia as basically proof that once again any fool can edit IMDb trivia. <laughs> I want to know if Billy Zane himself wrote this. This is this is quote for quote. Okay, I'm not making this up. Billy Zane pumped iron for over a year to fill the Phantom's costume. A Batman-like costume with fake muscles was reportedly made, but by the time uh, filming started, Zane was so beefed up that he didn't—he did not need it. Who wrote I, that? I, I don't think he was that beefed. I mean, obviously he was in shape, but he wasn't superhero shape. No, but the, did you also notice that there was like lines on the on the spandex to kind of give you impressions of where muscles should be? <laughs> yeah. That was kind of funny. Like chalk lines or something, yeah. It was real yeah. dumb. But that's just... At first, I thought that was supposed to be, like, years ago when I first watched this movie, I thought those were supposed to be, like, this, a skull face, like, on his chest. And then I realized, watching it this time, that it's, like, supposed to be like they did in the 300 and just painted on abs. No, actually, uh, well, not the next piece of trivia, but the skull is dominated symbol in the Phantom's life. He lives in Skull, Clay, skull Cave, he wears the skull ring, and in the movie, he was trying to find the three skulls. And if you look closely at his costume, you'll even see a skull design on it. Oh, well, okay. So you were right at, you know, at, at your young age. They also talked to poor Yurik. He knew him well. 
Um, <laughs> he listened to that uh, new brand of uh, Skull Candy headphones, and um, I'm, I'm running out. Um, so we were talking about the hair earlier, right? And him being in the costume. Billy Zane shaved his head to get in the Phantom's cowl to fit so close to fit as close as possible. This necessitated all of his scenes where he is out of costume with full head of hair to be shot early in production. As a result, a scene where the Phantom removes his cowl was shot in two parts in reverse order, several weeks apart. So, nice. isn't that the one where he takes it off for her? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Diva. Yeah. So I I actually applaud him for being willing to shave his hair for a, a role. I guess. Um, one of the Phantom's trademarks in the comic strip was his striped underpants. It was tried in the movie uh, on the movie costume, but reportedly looked too silly to use in the final film. Too silly? Yeah, for this movie. Wow. Okay. Um, and the, this movie was originally going to be the first of a trilogy. However, it was bombed. <laughs> After it bombed in the box office, the two sequels were canceled. Yes, thank. Thank the Lord. So, if we were to make this movie today. Uh, 20 years later, first of all, would we want to? Second of all, who do we get to play it? And because I was trying to think about this. If we want to play it straight, you know, do serious action film, right? Like, who would we yeah. do it? And, if, and then, or do we want to play it like what Deadpool did, right? Kind of silly, kind of pokes fun of itself. Like, who would you do then? You know? Um... I don't know if I have an answer. I was just, just saying. Yeah, I'm, now that I don't when think you guys I want to do this movie now with the advent of the Avengers, um, I'd be kind of afraid of. There's not really much about this movie you can do. You know what I would like to, or who I would like to see do this. Okay. And I think really just because I, I think I would like to see this person as a superhero at least once, and that's Brad Pitt. Like and he could he could play it straight or he could play it. Yeah, but a, I don't want to waste Brad Pitt on this movie. <laughs> well, that's true, but you know I could just yeah, I want to see right. him as a. We gotta get him a, to be in an adventure movie somehow. Yeah, Corny, I need you to get on that, okay? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, we got Benedict Cumberbatch coming out as Doctor Strange, which I'm really looking forward to because he's amazing in everything he touches. So. Uh, but they were making fun of him. Like the last four or five movies he's done, all of his posters are him facing away from the camera. And so <laughs> it was a picture. Like the first one was of him at the imitation game. Or, yeah, and he's like, can you face the camera? And he says, no. And then it shows him into darkness and he's facing away. No, seriously, can you face the camera? No. And then it shows Doctor Strange. Anyway. Um, so to recast, truly, uh, truly, I want them to remake this movie in 1996 with Bruce Campbell. That's all I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm right there with you. Yeah, I think that whole um, style of movie would be would have been better out, yeah. better set for this. Um, I didn't do the looks like game. I I spent too much of my free time looking up the, the airspeed velocity, the airspeed of, velocity. A, of a biplane, <laughs> of an unladen biplane, <laughs> African or European. Uh, <laughs> I guess in this case, it actually would be African, right? African, yeah. <laughs> I, know, I, guess I, I don't know. Uh, oh, and by <laughs> the way, the, the plane. So let's, just, let's also get this out of the way, too. Uh, 
he rode on the bottom of that plane from New York City to the Devil's Kitchen or whatever the hell it's called, right? Yeah. That's like 10,000 miles. He had to be a little cold? I mean, or dead. Yeah. I mean, 10,000 miles. I mean, but he's the I, phantom. He's the ghost who walks. He's the ghost who walks. Uh, I think like the even in the because I looked it up in the goofs, it was like even at two hundred and thirty miles per hour, which would have been just about the top speed of that plane. It still would have taken forever to get there. <laughs> um, yeah, the no, it's not what I was looking for. Yeah, it would have taken him two days. At 225 miles per hour, it would have taken them two days for him to get there. <coughs> so, yes, he would have died. That's all I'm saying. Um, of boredom. Um, soundtrack grade, I'm just going to give it an S for shitty. I hated it. I'm sorry. David Newman, <laughs> I'm going to go listen to Serenity later on and love it. Uh, especially the uh, outro for the credits. I love that little guitar thing that you did for Serenity, but this movie was terrible. So, uh, what did I learn? Wolves are really smart. I learned that. All right, top three. Word. I'm actually more excited about We picked top three really bad superhero movies. And the way we're spinning this is that these are movies that are bad, bad superhero <laughs> movies, that, but we kind of like, that we still kind of there are like guilty pleasures, but we will watch. And yeah, we kind of yeah, you know. like them. Yeah, you know, like if I'd said top three bad Kevin Costner movies, my number one would be Waterworld. It's a bad movie, but I like it for some reason. So, because you're a terrible person. Yeah. Well, that's fine. I I like to pee in a machine and then drink it. No, that's not true at all. Um, you sure. Yes. Do you I, live in Gastonia? I, well, I do, but I'm drinking a delicious. Hosmer Mountain Sarsaparilla tonight as we uh, record. Sarsaparilla. Sarsaparilla. I love sarsaparilla. Made of goat. <laughs> it's not made of goat. <laughs> um, we're, we're coming for you, Sam. Andrew. <laughs> no. You go first. All right. I'm going to give an honorable mention to The Last Airbender. Oh. Oh. I, I, oh, I, this Andrew. Is, this is one of the movies that I said uh, a lot of people hate it. Because they know the uh, the how it should be. Yeah. I have no idea what the last Airbender is outside of this one movie, and I liked the movie. I thought oh. it was good. Oh. <laughs> I mean, Corny? correct me if I'm wrong. Corny, Co- correct me if I'm wrong. Can, I know Corny can, is like. Can, a, can we kick him out of the podcast now? <laughs> I know he is small. He does not know. He does you not know, understand. Andrew. Well, okay, here's let, let, me, let me ask this: Is it? Truly a bad movie, or is it a bad movie because it was done wrong based on something else? Both. <laughs> yeah. Because okay, no what, like, what is it even based on? Is is it based bad, on a, a comic, or is it's it based a car- on a? It's a cartoon. It's a Nickelodeon cartoon based. Okay. It's called Avatar: The Last Airbender. Right. Okay. And the character's name is Ang, not Ong. They changed the name, the pronunciations for the movie for some reason, which Shyam- I had no idea. So. Shyamalan thought was a good idea. I don't know why. But, and I understand that the, the show is, it's three books. Book one, water. Book two, earth. Book three, fire. And, and they're seasons, right? They're 25 episode seasons. So I understand that you're trying to put a two hour movie from a 25 episode season. I get that that's going to be hard. And so relationships and things are going to be missed, like his relationship with Appa. 
mm-hmm. his his flying buffalo. Um, yep, yep. He and he and Appa are best friends. They are they are the, you know, any relationship with a character and an animal, right? They are they they are best friends. They barely have a relationship in the movie. Like they barely communicate in the movie, right? The girl who's playing Katara, by the way, her acting is horrendous. Sokka is supposed to be funny. He's supposed to be funny. He's the comic relief. In this movie, he's brooding, angsty teenager guy. And um, they also changed the fact that firebenders in the cartoon can just create fire, but in the movie, they can just only move it like everyone else's, which I kind of get that change, but it was still a weird and unnecessary change. Um, Uncle Iroh is also a funny fat guy who is wise, but he's the funny fat guy. Just the, 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 the tone is wrong. It, it just, well, okay. It sucks. <laughs> the, here's no one, the thing. Get over it, Sam. This is a good cartoon and you should watch it. <laughs> I think it's on Netflix. Well, here's the thing. Like I, I've never seen any of the cartoon and your, your boys would love it going into, uh, they probably would going into this movie, not knowing anything about it. I truly like the movie. I like watching it, but everybody says, and not just you guys, I've heard other people say it's a terrible movie, but I like it. I don't know why. And that's just an honorable mention. Number three. Um, <laughs> <laughs> number three, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah, okay. Uh, oh, one. yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a terrible movie, but I, I kind of like it. I kind of like it. Uh, number, a movie I read that's true. <laughs> number two, and this is just for really nostalgia reasons because I used to watch it with my dad, is uh, the 1990 Captain America. Oh, Oh, uh, and it really oh, is bad. God. It really is bad. Um, <laughs> he stole a car in that movie. <laughs> and then my number one, and I'm so excited about this because I love this movie, Blank Man. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought about putting that on my list, but I didn't. <laughs> That's actually okay. We'll, we'll live with that. Yeah, I'm good with that. Okay, uh, Corny. Okay, so I'll start with my uh, number three. I, I hate this movie, but I wanted it to be... I wanted it to be so good. Spider-Man 3. Okay, yeah. I. It was the first time you had Spider-Man really fighting two of his famous villains and did not go down the way I wanted it to go, and so I was very upset. And then, of course, you have Emo. Yeah. Uh, Peter wow. Parker. It was it just this turned bad. But I was so happy. All right, my number two, um, we got to that Ryan Reynolds, and I had great hope. The Green Lantern mm. movie. It's not his fault. I, I liked him. You're just making. You're just not. You're just naming movies that all suck. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to watch really either one of these. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I felt emotionally vested, but my number one. And I still actually do watch this movie whenever I can. Um, Daredevil, the the Ben Affleck Daredevil. I I still kind of like that movie, despite how, and and in fact, awful it is. Um, I I I guess maybe it was the first time I thought. Oh, this is really cool. This is how comic book movies can be done. So, um, I'm sorry. It's okay. Sam? I see you shaking your head. <laughs> I saw it in the theater <laughs> with you, dude. And at the time, I remember thinking, oh, this was kind of fun. And then yeah. a couple of years later, Dark Knight, right? Or the uh, Batman Begins comes out. And I was like, oh, this, uh, is, this is what it's supposed to be like. It wasn't Wicked Smart. No. Yeah. Okay, for mine, I've got in my number three spot, I've got uh, the Wolverine movies. I like the chop them up, spread them out, 
uh, uh, what? Wolverine movies. Yep. Spread them out. Ooh, what is happening? Number two is a guilty <laughs> pleasure for some reason is uh, Spawn. I made my list too. Yeah, I love I love me some Spawn. Oh, that movie sucks, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then my number one is The Incredible Hulk. Which one? The second one, not not uh, the one with Banna. Not, not Banna, but Ed, uh, Edward, Edward Norman. Norman. I thought it was a pretty good. One, I don't I consider that a bad movie. A lot of people don't like that movie. Well, they don't like it, but I don't think it's a bad movie. I don't either. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't categorize that as a bad movie. It's it's, it's Marvel canon. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Whatever. You <laughs> suck. I'm just okay. <laughs> um. I mean, I'm trying to think. I mean, of the Marvel of Phase of the Phase One and Two that we've seen so far. I mean. I mean, I guess it might be considered the one of the weakest ones. I mean, I think actually Captain America, the first one, is probably the weakest one, personally. Um, but, okay, sure. Hey, whatever, that's, yeah. that's what you think. And, and Thor is obviously the best, I mean. Well, obviously. You know. <laughs> Still writing him about that. <laughs> okay. They're calling you out from, from North Carolina. Uh, over and over and over again. Uh, so my number three, I put... You were done, right, Sam? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm good. My number three, I put Spawn. Um, this is one of the worst CGI's I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> but like Liguizamo is in that, and he's weird as that clown. And um, I kind of like Vindicator. I kind of like the guy who plays Spawn. I don't remember the actor's name, but I kind of like him. Michael Jai White, I think. Okay, sure. Um, <laughs> I, I believe I just I, I can't remember. And then like the devil, like his mouth doesn't move. Like they didn't have CGI figured out yet how to make things move so his mouth just stays open it's really funny it's like a rubber costume but it's a it's cgi um my number two teenage mutant ninja turtles 2 <laughs> secret mm. of the years that movie sucks guys yes it does it's terrible but it's it's i, I don't know why but if it's on i'm watching it um vanilla I, ice and all the the my kids go ninja go ninja go yeah and the you know the first one that was made was made, and and it was supposed to be targeted to a a, a younger audience, and it was so dark mm. that it bombed. So the next two were cheesy as hell. Well, and also because they couldn't sell toys, right? Like so, they the the, the movie's based off the comic, and it was for, didn't know this or not, but the movie that movie was an um, an independent film. Didn't we do that for the podcast? No, I don't think so. Okay. It was an independent film, and at the time, I think until Pulp Fiction came out, it was the highest-grossing independent film of all time. Wow. Uh, wow. Until Pulp Fiction came out. And they filmed a lot of it in North Carolina. Like, the farm scenes, that's North Carolina, which is pretty great also. But it was, yeah, it was too dark, and they couldn't sell toys. And so whoever the toy maker was, it wasn't Mattel, but whoever the toy maker was like, hey, if you want to sell toys, you need to change the tone of the, tone of the movie. So that's why the second one, they're like joking and they're laughing. And Leo and Raph never use their weapons. Ever. Because, really? Yeah, seriously, go back and watch it. They're fighting. <laughs> they are stuck in a rope net. And neither one of them pull out their weapons. They, uh-huh. would, they, they never fight with their, their bladed weapons. Because cause in the first movie, they do. And there's kind of an insinuation that they're chopping, you know, they're, they're actually cutting people. And anyway, so, yeah. Oh. And number one, I, which I thought, Andrew, where you were going with this, and I, I like this movie, and but for some reason a lot of people don't think it's a good movie, so maybe I'm in the same boat with Sam, uh, Hancock. 
Oh yeah. Oh. The Will Smith joint. Yeah. I kind of like, like Hancock. I like it yeah, too. I don't but, know if it's a bad movie though. But no, a lot oh, of people Hancock is not a bad movie. I thought it was a great movie. I thought it was great too, but I you, I see on these lists all the time of like one of the worst superhero movies ever. And I'm like, "Why? I think it's yeah. hilarious." I do too. I think it's well done. It's a different take on the superhero idea, and I think people are this is not a superhero. He didn't wear a cape. It didn't Right. This is a real world kind of I don't I don't need a cape. Until the end, where he, yeah. or you know, until in the middle of the movie, your so, ass is gonna, your head's gonna go up his ass, and his head's gonna go up your ass, and my head's gonna go up your ass. Like, like, it's funny, right? I think it's funny, but I, I was doing when I was the the say a hole one yeah, more time. Call me a psycho one more time. Um, doing the research for this, the minute and a half that we we made the decision to do this before we started recording. I saw that movie on like six or seven lists as one of the worst ones ever made. So our worst superhero movies. That's why I picked it. But I don't particularly agree with that. So whatever. So that's going to do it for us. Um, no, so, e- no email. What? I just want to say that uh, as kind of my final thought of the, of the episode here, mm-hmm. I enjoy watching people with phantom limbs just scratch things that aren't there more than I like this movie. <laughs> I don't know if that's offensive or not, but thank you. I'm sure it is, and I'm in it to be. Okay. Um, <laughs> out of 10, uh, Andrew, do I want to ask? <laughs> I'm going to go a big whopping 2.3. Oh, wow. You did not like this. Nope. 2.3. 2.3 wolves that talk to horses. Okay. Uh, Corny? You know, I don't want to be a fan of Menace here, but uh, I think I'm going to have to give it a 5.4. It was it was slightly entertaining, but uh, not really worth the rewatch. All right. Uh, what did you say, 5.4? Yes, I did. Okay. And uh, you, Sam? You catch my fan of Menace? Yeah, yeah I, I got you. I got your reference. Okay, okay. Um, uh, this was this was a horrible film, absolutely goat. horrible. Two point six. Goat. Um, goats out of ten. <laughs> goat. Uh, goat. What was uh? I can't remember the whole quote. It's greatest um, of all time. I know that's what goat stands for. No, the quote is um. Oh, there's actually a picture of the goat. It's black, like me. Oh. Uh, Raiders, not Raiders. Lost, like the 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 Last Crusade, where they he gets the Rolls Royce Phantom Two. <laughs> so that's what nice. I'm gonna get. So Phantom Two. So this is movie's gonna get a two from me. Just a solid two, a big number two. Um, it's, it's about what the movie is. It, it's only gonna get a, it's, <laughs> it's even a big it's, number two. It's only that high, because, but not a really good feeling number two. Just the kind of funny. Kind of yeah. All right, let's stop. Stop. Yeah. Stop. This, this movie itself. Is that what you're stop. Stop. Yeah. Um. Couple chunks of corn. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to gross out any of the listeners. <laughs> the few that we have. Um. Goat. That's it. Uh. <laughs> that's gonna do it for us for this show. And I'm gonna hit the outro music and hopefully. Not that music. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I guess I should remove that. Um. Anyway, 
that's gonna do it for us. Um, uh, you, what are we watching next week? Hopefully, we're watching uh, Clear and Present Danger. So we've just kind of decided to just go ahead and fill out the rest of the Jack Ryan movies. Uh, so assuming it's still streaming, that's what we're going to do. If not, The Eagle is what's next. Um, that one's been streaming since the first day Netflix was on. <laughs> yeah, the movie's been on there forever. Um, so uh, you may, of course, leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, and, of course, Google Play now, which is exciting and awesome. Visit our website, CheapSeatReviews.com. Um, where you can find our old episodes and our mm. rankings and things like that and, and pictures of Sam's goat. No, not really. But um, <laughs> Facebook.com slash Cheap Seat Reviews, of course, is that. that. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Cheap Seat Cast. I am at Sean J. Allred. Sam is at Sonegi, S-O-N-E-J-I-16. Mm. Corny is at Johnny Tarko 16. You going to say it? So what? Goat. Why do you think up, man? Uh, at a Jemison is Andrew. <laughs> Please, of course, send us your emails to cheapseatreviews at gmail.com. Of course, you may call and leave us a voicemail, 704-271-4290. And, yeah, that's going to do it for us. So on behalf of Corny, Andrew, Sam, Sam's goat. <laughs> Joe Pesci. Joe Sounds Pesci. Sounds like we're talking about his penis. And, <laughs> and Billy <Wow>. Zapka. <laughs> This is Sean saying thanks for listening.